Hey, Mr. V. Yo. It's going to be weird having you gone. I guess I'll just have to catch up on a lot of TV. Oh, you mean like the wife swap show? Uh, not really what I had in <laughs> mind, but maybe, maybe this episode is all about one particular episode from wife swap. <sighs> yeah, Barranquilla, Colombia is going to be quite an adventure, but at least I'll be in one place and set up shop for video production and podcast work. Yes. Speaking of podcast work, let's get on with episode 22, The Wife Swap Murders. The reality TV show Wife Swap was first broadcast in the U.S. in 2004. It aired on the ABC network. The show was based on two families from different U.S. locations usually from very different backgrounds. Generally, the two families would swap the wife or mother, but at times swap the husbands as well. The two families' lifestyles at times were so incredibly different that it caused chaos throughout the show. In 2008, the show brought the Tonkovic family and the Stockdale family together. These two families were the absolute opposite of each other. The Stockdale family resided in rural Ohio, and they consisted of four boys raised by Kathy and Tim Stockdale. The family was extremely conservative and moved out of the city because they feared harmful exposure to their children. They lived on a farm and the boys were all homeschooled. The four Stockdale boys ranged between the ages of 11 to 19, Calvin 19, Charles 16, Jacob 15, and James 11. None had ever been romantically involved, were not allowed to date, were not allowed to watch television, play video games, or listen to any type of music other than religious or bluegrass. Basically, they weren't allowed to do anything that would disrupt the conservative moral values they were being taught. Candy was not allowed to be consumed. Cussing was never allowed in the household. The internet completely off limits. Catherine felt in order for her boys to succeed, they would need a good work ethic and strong structure in their lives. She and Tim felt their strict rules and schedules were going to protect the boys from bad influences. In fact, in order to have any privileges, the boys had to do chores. The boys were also heavily involved in a bluegrass band joined by their father. The Stockdale family band was a bluegrass band with Tim playing guitar, Calvin playing banjo, Charles playing the mandolin, Jacob playing the fiddle, and James played the bass. Catherine was not part of the band, but was the band's manager. The Stockdale family band was the family's priority. Homeschooling the boys was crucial as the band traveled and played competitively. The family wrote three albums, and the boys stated their father inspired them. And of course, there were also strict rules surrounding practices. 
The family that was to swap with the Stockdales was the Tonkovic family. Lori Tonkovic was very vastly different from Catherine Stockdale. She stated that her children had free reign over anything in her home. And the family included their children's partners who lived with them. When the show began to film, the two families would swap the mothers and the very liberal and open-minded Lori Tonkovic would trade places with the very modest Catherine Stockdale. The two women would leave each other a family manual. Catherine's was extremely detailed and a bit long. I won't bore you with the entire thing, but we'll post it in this story on unexplainedrealms.com. But here's a piece of that very strict Stockdale family manual. Welcome to our home. We're not just a family, we're a band. The Stockdale family band. We play bluegrass in barn dances and shindigs all over our area. We have Calvin on banjo, Charles on mandolin, Jacob on fiddle, and James on upright bass. Tim, my husband, is on guitar and I'm the manager. A family that plays together stays together. And there's nothing so wholesome as playing old-time bluegrass with your favorite people, your family. We moved to the country to get the boys away from the city. Our children are being raised away from violent language, sexual influences, drinking, smoking, drugs, rap music, all the things we left behind in the city. Instead, we are raising our children on a diet of wholesome activities and farm work keeping their minds pure and their bodies healthy and keeping out the influences of modern society. That is why we homeschool. Here are just a few more statements from that manual because it's long. Um, The boys receive tokens for every chore they do and an extra token if they do it with a glad heart. They trade their tokens for privileges like listening to the radio or for a stick of gum. I give my boys a large spoonful of cod liver oil after dinner to keep their hearts and minds strong. TV and video games are banned. They produce redundant minds and lazy children. I want my boys to be active, productive, and busy every waking moment. Internet access is restricted. There is no idle surfing in this house. The boys are not encouraged to date until they are ready to get married. The boys weren't even allowed to play sports as Catherine believed it would make them too self-centered and competitive. And if they didn't finish eating what was served, they would not be given anything else to eat for the rest of the day. Tokens? Mm-hmm. Were they redeemable at Chuck E. Cheese, or <laughs> did figured, they consider that too I satanic? Were, I knew you were going to jump on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Snort like my sister. Um, yeah, this sounds more like child abuse mm-hmm. to me with top notes of religious extremism. Absolutely. No sports? Mm-hmm. Participation in sports is an important mm-hmm. path for socialization and learning how to cooperate and work with mm-hmm. others. 
It teaches teamwork. Mm -hmm. Something that is missing these days from, oh, for example, politics. Mm -hmm. But I digress. You know, no no dating until mm -hmm. marriage. That's ridiculous. Are you sure this isn't the Lost Common Sense podcast? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, no, but she probably should be. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have a lot to say on this, and you know I do. But yeah. let's get to that at the bottom of the show. Okay. So, um, like... It's all extremism, especially when she states that if they are late for breakfast, they must pay 25 cents, and the fee gets larger the later they are. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then her menu for meal options. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Here are just a few that I read from her manual, oh, which God, included a menu mm -hmm. for breakfast. Giblets, which, you know, to the uninitiated, that's chicken hearts and gizzards. Mm -hmm. Lunch. Fried liver on bread and butter. Mm -mm. Uh -uh, no, no. Supper. Mm -hmm. Sardines on hot buttered toast with mustard, sauerkraut, tomato soup, and pickled eggs. Nope. Gross. Nope. She's, she needs to Foul. be like, well, she needed yeah. to be like beat or something because that's disgusting. I have no words. It's just disgusting. We're CPS um, when you need them. Right. Uh, her homeschooling gave her control and she forced the boys to receive A's on all of their schoolwork before moving on to new material. The boys would take part in debate sessions every day at 4 p.m. But outside of all of this, the number one rule was to obey your parents. Meanwhile, at the Tonkovic household, there was fast food on multiple nights of the week, cigarette smoking in the home, nice. uh, kids slept till late in the morning or afternoon, and in some cases, parties were thrown with the parents in attendance. That's the house I want to live in. Just <laughs> in the Tonkovic family manual, Lori stated she did not want to raise sheltered children. She also stated that their son was a rapper, T. Vic, and they fully supported him. She also said that none of her kids have jobs, and if they needed money, they knew to come to her. Once the swap occurred... Lori and Kathy would live by the rules of each other's households for one week. Uh-oh. Then the second week, they could change the rules. Yeah, uh-oh, indeed. During Lori's second week with the Stockdale boys, she allowed them to play video games freely, not do chores, and even allowed the older boys to go on a date. Overall, the experience was rough on both families. But after... The Stockdale boys returned to their extremely structured life after the show. By 2017, the two older boys, Calvin and Charles, had moved out of the home. Jacob, James, and a family friend and their father, Tim, still played in the band. But by June 2017, the band was so busy and toured pretty much everywhere in the area performing. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary until the night of June 15, 2017. A call was made to the Stark County Police 911 dispatch. The call came in around 4.36 p.m. and the caller hung up. As a formality, deputies were dispatched to the address. Once arriving, they found the front door open and a figure on the inside. Within seconds of seeing a figure, they heard gunshots. They called for backup and entered the home. It appeared Jacob had shot and killed his mother and his 21-year-old brother, James. 
He then shot himself. He was alive, but in grave condition. Officers found Kathy in an upstairs bathroom. Jacob was in the hospital recovering when the indictment process began. He was finally arrested in September 2018, more than one year after the murders. He was charged with two counts of murder and pled not guilty. In January 2019, Jacob's attorney would request a psychological evaluation. In May, Jacob was placed in a psychiatric facility and deemed not mentally competent to stand trial. And the court felt his competency would be restored within the year. Jacob's father, Tim, has attended every court hearing. Will we ever know if the extreme schedules and disciplined days caused Jacob to snap and murder those he loved? Or was there a pre-existing mental illness? I suppose we just leave this one to the realms of the unexplained. God, what a bunch of sickos. Mm. Some people should not be allowed to breed. I agree. Parenting is arguably the most serious job in the world Mm -hmm. because as parents, we are literally helping to form people that we let out into the world. Mm. And reality shows, (laughs) don't even get me started on that crap. Hollywood loves to profit from the dysfunction of others. Mm. Hey, remember that uh, parody of of that show that Chappelle show did back in the day? Oh, God, that, yeah. God, that was hilarious. Right. I think, though, in this particular situation um maybe mom and dad maybe something happened to them in the city maybe they got mugged maybe you know something went down and their fear led them to that extremism because they just they literally did not want these kids out of the house and i mean i hear the Lori tonkovic woman very vocal about oh the mom did it because she was so strict and but in a sense, like, she caused this problem potentially, too. Well, yeah, because she definitely she, had a hand in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, she's not willing to accept that. But, yeah, right. And I, I get it, but the reality is she um, she showed them something that they'd never Gave known. Gave them a taste mm-hmm. of sin. Right, and um, so she definitely had a hand in it. But either way, I mean, the whole thing is horrible. Um I suppose the dad, I guess he was out that day. Had he been there, he probably would have killed him, too. Probably. Uh, two older boys probably moved out. Curious to know if they moved out because they got married or they just bolted because they were old enough. Or they liked the taste of sin. <laughs> I don't know, but the, the one of the brothers that was murdered, he was already 21, still living at home. So that makes you wonder if she wasn't even allowing them to date even after 18. Well, it's not like they even learned any real social skills. Right. That's that's the so, thing about homeschooling, mm-hmm. and I've actually seen that at work with mm-hmm. you know people that have gone through it. And you know, they're, it's like their their growth socially mm-hmm. is stunted. And it seems like maybe with this individual, he might have already been experiencing a little bit of mental health issues. Yeah. And then the strict, extreme discipline and having that taste of freedom. Because at the time that he had the taste of freedom, he was 15. Yeah. So. And and how are you going to learn things like conflict resolution mm-hmm. and stuff like that when you're at home with your family? Right. That All doesn't you, teach you real world yeah. skills. Nevertheless, she sounded like a dictator. I oh, mean, yeah. 
even if he wanted to, mm-hmm, even if he wanted to resolve this or say, "Hey, I want more freedom," she sounded like she was not somebody that would be permissive of a conversation. Right. So, yeah, sad all the way around. I think reality shows really need to get a grip these days because some of the stuff that we see, Kardashians and all that nonsense and wife swaps taking advantage of people oh, or stupid. there's that one about the nanny or something where the nannies come in and these kids these little kids are just being horrific i mean can you imagine when they grow up they're gonna see that <laughs> yeah no kidding i mean it's have you are you familiar with that one uh the the fall of western civilization and then they had a metal years movie yeah i mean that's their their mm. hollywood and its trash tv shows are yep. contributing to the downfall of society and, and you know i like, just went out of clown mm-hmm. world that's all i can say i agree with this wife swap show i think it was like ten thousand dollars or something that went to him so you could imagine a struggling family that really would need so and they ten thousand dollars is nothing i know and this was like 2008 so really but i imagine that they're just struggling i mean Oh, sure, they dangle a carrot in front of poor people and then, you know, just so they can take advantage of mm-hmm. of their their miserable life and uh, throw it out there in the world for people's comic yeah, relief or whatever I get, they get I out I guess the, the problem I've always had with this particular show is that you take, you don't take similar families with slight differences. They take extremely oh, yeah, different families. And, I mean, I guess after this, this I don't know if this incident led to them ending it, but they ended this show and then they revamped it as celebrity wife swap. Oh, so yeah, I suppose yeah. a little more easily to control, easier to control the celebrities versus regular people yeah, like that. So right, but yeah, I don't know. I'm um, I'm ready to go drink the day away. That's that's all I know. Oh you're, you're, yeah, if you're down, and, and yeah, and then like later a nice cold shower because it's starting to get warm wonderful california weather (laughs) and we will see you all in the next episode people stay tuned if you're new you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com facebook instagram youtube twitter and tiktok And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsor's links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.